Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Melissa Moore. Hi, it's Melissa Moore. Thank you for joining me on this Sunday morning for Mile High Magazine and talking today to Dr. Joseph Sanders, the Chief Executive Officer of Uplift. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Doing well. How about yourself? Oh, doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for being here. Tell me a little bit about Colorado Uplift and for folks who've never heard of it, what is it? Okay. Um, well, Colorado Uplift is an organization that's been around for about 36 years here in the community. We focus on building long-term, life-changing relationships with urban youth. Uh, it's a, a model where we uh, focus in on relationships, mm-hmm. and these are um, relationships that are primarily formed by uh, students um, with their staff members, and the staff members are teachers that come from the communities. Okay. Um, so it's really um, a way for us to connect in a meaningful way with our students by having teacher mentors that came from the same communities with our students. Yeah. Okay, and how do you pair up these students and the mentors? Yeah, so um, our, our teacher mentors is what we call them. Um, they get a chance to interact in a variety of ways with our students. Uh, we have a in-school program that mm-hmm. offers up accredited classes uh, at the high school level. Um, our teacher mentors are also in the middle school as well as in elementary school. So there is a way for them to connect with these teacher mentors in an in-class program. Okay. We also um, have a model where we work with them after school as well. And they do a variety of uh, programs where there's some, you know, bonding with over sporting events. Mm-hmm. Um, they take them um, to the park, uh, you know, to the movies and okay. a lot of variety of events here in town. And we also have an adventure program. And the adventure program, we get them up to the mountains, they go skiing, they go hiking, and it really is a way for us to, you know, stimulate growth through challenge. And then we also have um, an advanced leadership program where we partner with um, University of Colorado in Denver mm-hmm. to offer up uh, college credits for our students um, on a topic of leadership and, and, and business. And then the final program that we have is a post-secondary program where we prepare our kids for um, just uh, a career beyond high school. Um, over 80% of our kids going to college. So we also want to make sure we're doing a good job right. of preparing them for that. And, you know, get specific to your question in terms of the pairing, um, we work in, in different pipelines. And when I say a pipeline, we have about six areas across Denver that we work in, okay. where we work in a high school, an elementary school, and a middle school um, in, that, that, in that particular area. And so the students that go to those schools are the students that our teacher mentors are partner with across the, those programs that I just talk, talked about. So how do you determine what schools will get the Colorado Uplift program? Yeah, so our, our primary focus uh, is um, based on um, free and reduced lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work with at-risk youth, um, targeting students that um, we feel are most in need. Um, you know, the students that um, have um, backgrounds that come from a lower, lower socioeconomic status okay. are the students we typically target. Okay. And so using the free and reduced lunch rating mm-hmm. for schools are the schools that we typically um, are, are working with. So if you see a percentage that's higher at a certain school, that's that right. school probably kind of is flagged of, hey, this may be a good school for the program. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and then we foster a relationship with the administration mm-hmm. and talk about what a program there could look like. Uh, and, you know, the, the good thing about it now is that we have, uh, you know, several schools um, that want us to be there um, yeah. right now. You know, the challenge is just, you know, bandwidth and making sure that we have enough teacher mentors 
to to meet to meet the demand. Um, but we definitely know that there's a need out there. Absolutely. So you find a school that's interested, and then the teacher mentors that you're talking about, did they come from within that school? Um, for the most part, okay. not, that's not always the case. Like I said, our, our teacher mentors they're indigenous to the, the communities and the right. neighborhoods, right? And we try to leverage that as much as possible. But we do have uh, occasions where our teacher mentor may be um, at a school mm-hmm. or assigned at a school that they actually did, didn't attend. Oh, okay. So the program goes into a school, and does it go in as a new program, a new class? Like, what does that look like when a school first first gets involved with Uplift? Yeah, so um, what it typically looks like, oftentimes we'll start off with maybe an after-school program mm-hmm. and then evolve into uh, a, a more uh, formal program where we actually have the in-school portion of the, of the program. As I mentioned earlier, we have these accredited classes right. where students actually sign up and they, they take these classes, they get these classes, they get credit on their, their transcripts. And so um, that's the kind of more of a formal relationship that, that we have. Right. And they'll dedicate classroom space to us. Our teachers become the teacher of record um, for okay. that particular class. And then, and then we're off and running. Uh, and we have schools that we've been in for, um, you know, several years yeah. um, throughout the time since our existence, really, um, early on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have schools that we've um, just, um, you know, started partnership in, you know, just within the past year. So what do those classes look like? What kinds of, you've talked about leadership, but what kinds of things are being taught with yeah. Uplift? So specifically, uh, we have character qualities that we focus on. And these are character qualities like um, responsibility, uh, integrity, um, what does courage look like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, building up confidence, you know, in, in our students and having them f- um, feel that they can accomplish and achieve things, uh, having them understanding what, what vision you know, what, not only what vision looks like, but what does it feel like to have a vision and to live out a vision? Those are the kinds of things that we're, we're focusing on with our kids. And then we also have partnerships with organizations like Junior Achievement, where we work with our, our students to, to help them um, develop practical life skills like money management yep. and, you know, financial literacy. So those are the other types of things that we, we cover with our students. You hear about programs when you were talking about the mentorship part of the program, like Big Brothers and Big Sisters of mm-hmm. Colorado. Yeah. Um, what kind of similarities, differences do you find that you have with that? Yeah, so with Big Brothers and Big Sisters, I think the the similarity um, with that program and, frankly, with a lot of the nonprofit programs, I think we all have a heart for serving our community. Right. I think we all believe in transforming communities and transforming lives. And so I think that's what we, we have in common. Um, Big Brothers and Big Sisters, um, I actually used to be in that program okay. um, as well. And, you know, what that afforded me the opportunity to do was just spend – a few hours a, uh, a month um, with, with my, my little brother, uh-huh. uh, which was precious time. And that was great. Um, one of the differences I'd say with Cholera Uplift is that it really is ongoing mentoring mm-hmm. where our, our mentors are um, not volunteers. They're full-time employees and they're available 24-7. And so it's not one of those programs where you sign up and you come in and you do a couple hours here, a couple hours there, which again is very helpful and very meaningful but we have an opportunity uh, and we're afforded the, the, the luxury in some ways to really do life with our students. And so that availability, mm-hmm. um, you know, 24-7 is something that I think really makes a difference. You know, the, the studies on mentorship, you know, you can go whether you go to Harvard studies or you look at some of the, the later business studies. You know, having a, a adult presence in a person's life or in a kid's life makes a difference. And having that in a consistent way makes a tremendous difference. And so I think one of the things that we offer up is something that's consistent for our, our students where they know that 
you know, day in and day out, they're going to have this teacher mentor with them, them doing life. And then I'd also say the comprehensive nature of it um, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, really, uh, our approach is it's mind, body, spirit, and really trying to, to coach and develop right. and mentor the whole whole person. I was going to say, you're talking very holistic look Absolutely. at the child. Absolutely. So when you talk about 24-7, um, for kids that are going through a huff, tough time at home and maybe need somebody to talk to, that's right. is that part of it as well? That's absolutely part okay. of it. You know, in fact, I remember when I first um, joined Colorado Uplift a little bit over a year ago, I asked one of our teacher mentors if, you know, just something we could do to the same degree on a volunteer basis. Mm-hmm. And we happened to be standing in a room that had a few of his students there. And he was just pointing out student by student, you know, telling me what he was working on and what he was dealing with and the challenges that they that they were facing. And, you know, his estimate is that there's no way mm-hmm. that he would be able to be there for them the way he needed to if he was just volunteering. Right. Because he would still have to worry about a job that was paying. That's and things right. Like that. And you take all that away. Or That's it's like right. You are a full time employee. That's right. And, and this is full- your job. This, this is your job. And, you know, and what we uh, like to say is it's a job um, and, and more um, directly, it's a calling. Yeah. Uh, I believe that our staff um, that's there, they're, they're dedicated. Uh, you know, I served 23 and a half years in the Air Force and i um, honored to serve my country and I served with some incredible people. Um, but I'd also say that I've never served with a more dedicated, devoted group of people. Um, and these are truly people that are living out their, their, their calling. I love that. They're yeah. living out exactly what they say they want to be doing. That's right. And that's thank right. you for your service. Too. Oh, uh, definitely an honor. Tell me about the big uplift coming up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So the, the, or big, the big lift. Yeah. No, I the, big, the lift. big uplift. Big uplift. Yeah. Big, big uplift. Yeah, big, big, uplift, big <laughs> lift. Yes. It's, it's big. It's uplifting. It's, it's moving up. And it really is just an opportunity for us to, to, to facilitate something that's going to bring the community together for this one day mm-hmm. uh, to, to come together to do uh, a, a community service project. And not just a project, it's several projects across all of Denver. So it's going to be on the 6th of April, okay. um, 8 o'clock. We're going to meet at, at North High School, one of the high schools in our pipeline. Okay. And from there, we'll be bussed out to some of the other pipeline schools. And we've been in conversations with the principals at these different schools, as well as the community liaisons, to talk to them about what their needs are in the school. And so we're going to go and we're going to meet those needs. So it's and a big service day. It's going to be a huge service day. Okay. And we're looking to get, you know, up to a thousand people, um, you know, coming together across Denver, serving um, our, our community. And the, the great thing about it is it's, it's really kind of like an open house. As I mentioned before, our teacher mentors are there available 24 seven. Right. Um, this is a way for us to invite people in to be a part of it. Um, they can work alongside our staff, work alongside our students, alongside the administrators, their teachers in their schools, and just kind of get a sense of, you know, what we do really on a daily basis, you know, because this will be on Saturday, but when everybody else leaves, yeah. we're going to still be there on Sunday with our with our students. Yep. And we're going to still be in the schools on Monday. Um, but I think for, you know, a few hours, we'll all get a chance to, to come together. And it's more than just, you know, picking up a hammer and it's more than just, you know, painting a wall. It really is an opportunity to, to connect. You know, one of the things that we know is really, really vital is that in order to generate transformation across the community the way we believe it should happen, mm-hmm. we can't do it alone. Right. And so this, while this is just one day, I think there's something that's significant about everybody coming together for this superordinate goal. And perhaps for some, it'll be an entree into this yeah. um, space of community service and they'll want to come back or they want to try to figure out ways they can come alongside our teacher mentors and help mm-hmm. serve 
um, you know, on a more uh, regular basis. So it's open to anyone that it, wants to come and serve for that day. It's open for anyone, um, family friendly. Uh, so you know, yeah, yeah. If you have kids that you want to expose to this idea of, of service, you know, bring them out there. You know, one of the things that's really neat about Colorado Uplift is every year we take a group of students along with some of our board members down to Tijuana, hmm. and we build homes for for the homeless down there. And it's an incredible. Um, you know, experience to be a part of. Right. And there's about 70 folks that typically go on the, the, these trips this year. I think we're going to probably take over 80 folks. It's kind of limited just to those folks. And they mm-hmm. get this incredible experience. You have right. board members serving alongside our students and our staff. But now we're going to be able to actually, you know, meet some needs right here in our own backyard. And instead of just, you know, 80 members or 70, 70 folks, um, you know, again, we can have, you know, up to, to a thousand, at least this year. And who knows from, from here. Right. I would love to see it just grow huge. Oh yeah. And how great to bring back, bring together people from all different communities Yes, and serve as one body. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and you mentioned all different communities. The, the great thing about it is, you know, um, we even have corporations that are, they're involved, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in fact, we have corporate sponsors that are helping us out with this, uh, be okay, financial A&M, uh, Interplus are, are some of the companies that have stepped up and said, hey, we believe in this so much. Yeah. Not only do we want to provide staff, but we actually want to help fund some of this because, you know, we have um, food and we're going to have buses, T-shirts and, and buses and all absolutely. the logistics. So, so for folks listening right now who say, hey, I would love to get involved, love to have my family come out and serve that day. It is the big lift. It is April 6th. Yes. Do they need to sign up or what's the next step? Yes, they can sign up. They can register Mm-hmm. at coloradouplift.org forward slash big dash lift. Okay. And for folks who aren't able to serve that day, but they're still listening right now and saying, hey, this is an organization I would like to invest some money in. I would like to maybe volunteer at a later date. Uh, how do they go about doing that? Yeah. So they can go to our, our, our website, mm-hmm. coloradouplift.org, and they'll find uh, plenty of opportunities to, to get plugged into the organization, whether it's um, hitting our donate button mm-hmm. or checking out our programs in terms of ways to get involved. There's a, a tab and a link for that as well. And what are your hopes? I mean, how long have you been with Colorado Uplift? My hopes really are that that we as a community would be able to to come together and 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 make a difference for our future. And I believe that that future will be defined by the youth. Absolutely. Uh, and I really believe that the, the, the future of our nation and really the future of our world uh, is going to be, be dependent on how much and how we invest in our youth. Mm-hmm. So that's my hope is many youth as we can invest in, mm-hmm. especially some of the youth that we're working in, working with in these underserved um, communities and at risk communities. I think it really does solidify and, and paints a, a better picture um, for tomorrow. Well, Dr. Joseph Sanders, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me again. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Of course, you can listen to this on podcast again. Thank you for joining us. And once again, we were talking with Dr. Joseph Sanders, the Chief Executive Officer of Uplift, and we'll have all the information online. Have a great Sunday. Thanks for spending time with me.